Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast, and we are on episode 61 today. Today's topic will be snowfall. We have recapped the whole entire season one, and now we are on season two. And today I will be recapping episode one and two. So tune on in and come in and enjoy. I hope you guys check out my episode I did earlier. It was off um, the documentary that you can catch on Netflix, and it is titled Crack. Really dope documentary. We went over it in detail earlier. It was one thing I left off of there. You know how you think about something after you're done? You're like, dang. You know, I I really wanted to say this as well. Um, Let me see here. The war on drugs has cost the U.S. nearly $1 trillion, and the prison population has exploded from around 300,000 in 1980 to more than 2 million today. So I had wanted to add that in, too, from everything we talked about, um, especially when we were on the mass incarceration. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, Another documentary I want to recap is 13. 13th and that's on Netflix as well we'll do that on down the line um but that's one I want to add into like I said on this platform we will be talking about a lot of documentaries as well I love documentaries I love books and we'll even start recapping books um you know I have my book um I'm working on now I plan to have it done by Christmas I plan to have the story done of course I have to get it published and everything as well so I, I love books um, speaking of books, don't forget to check out Jamil from Gully T- TV, his book, Some Things I've Been Through, a memoir by Jamil from Gully TV. You can cop that off of Amazon. It is a really dope read. And don't forget, if you live in the Atlanta area, um, the Roswell to be exact, Ambience Health and Wellness Spa will be opening. Doors open October 25th. So don't forget about that as well. You can actually go ahead and sign up to the um, website. It'll be $10 off any service with a flyer as well. So, you know, you guys can be going on, checking out the website and, you know, trying to get you a spa day on. Like I always say, health is wealth. The times we're living in now, stress is everywhere. Stress is at all time high. Why not come in and enjoy you a wonderful spa day? They will be specializing in mineral detox body wraps, vaginal steams, iconic foot baths, and colonics. There'll be the Korean hip baths, the hydrotherapy colonics, and the Himalayan salt and fared sauna therapy. So you can follow them on Facebook, Ambience Health and Wellness Spa. Um, That's on Facebook, IG, and the website is www.com ambiencehealthspot.com. As for me, you can find me on my social media platforms, Alicia Shanice, Facebook and IG. And if you love music, like I love music, I have hooked up a lot of playlists. They're all on Spotify. I've made them all public. Um, If you go under Alicia Shanice, or you can type in Shanice Loves 80s, Shanice Loves 90s, and you'll see my channel pop up, and you can go to all my playlists. I've made them all public for you guys. So on that note, don't forget to check out my doc that I recapped earlier. 
that that pod and we will be back sunday for bmf i'll try to be on by 2 p.m um try to recap that early in the daytime so get some content for you guys and pretty much that's it for today so let's just go ahead and get into the show It's Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. Alright guys, so let's go ahead and get into this. So we, you know we're done with season one. I know for the ones who already caught up on the show and, you know, just like recaps, because I love I love recaps, you know, but I just want to kind of go over it for the people who haven't watched it, because believe it or not, it's a lot of people who've never seen Snowfall and they're just now catching up so they can be on time for season five. A lot of people heard about the hype when it was season four, but one, two and three was very slept on as for myself. So, um. And I just like to recap for everybody. The end of season one, we learned, we seen how Franklin, how he came just from, you know, the, the boy who came home from college, uh, getting his ass beat all the time. Uh, he went through a lot. And, you know, towards the end, he started his own little organization. You know, his plug was Avi. We know where Avi was getting his stuff from. We see Teddy. Teddy is a CIA agent. We see how he killed Alejandro. We see on um, how Lucia and Gustavo, now they're together. And they killed her family. We seen Pedro left off. We see how Sissy is not talking to Franklin. And, you know, now we see Louis and Jerome. They all in the game. So, you know, that pretty much sums up season one. And now we're going to go to season two. So episode one opens up. You know, it wouldn't be the 80s if you ain't seen no news footage of Ronald Reagan, honey. And we see um, this is real news footage. And it's saying how the Reagan administration has given the Contras at least $100 million. And nobody can tell tell us how the money was spent and Congress is ready to call everything off. So we see that that's the real news footage. That's how they open up. Then we start a beautiful monologue. Y'all know how I love my monologues. And on this monologue, we see Teddy. He done got all comfortable now, honey. He playing the Reed Thompson role. He got the new haircut. He got the sunglasses. He got the whole drug dealer car. And he's sitting there watching the news and making drops. He, we see the coke. They falling from the plains and the deserts. We seeing Lucia and Gustavo. They got their business rolling since they done took her family out. We see Franklin and Ivy. They still doing business together. Then we go and we see Franklin that got the cookhouse rolling. They bagging the rocks. They got the chips bags going. They got the cookhouse booming. Money is rolling in. And they done bought the damn ice cream truck. Y'all know that ice cream truck. Uh, you know, we seen it in season one. We seen how it went off. And then we see them making all type of sales and business is propering. So... 
that is pretty much that beautiful monologue off California Dream, honey. So then, let's go scene from scene like we do on this platform. So we see Lucia and Gustavo. They are pissed. Their people waited out in the desert, and Teddy's people never made the drop. So we see, you know, that's messing up their end, and something didn't happen that Teddy is not telling them. But you know, he like, you know, they'll be there next time. We'll, we'll give us a couple of days. So Lucia is pissed now. Her and Gustavo, they're still together, and they didn't got the business rolling, and she is running it like she wanted to in the first place. We go into the next scene and we see Franklin. He's sneaking into Mama Sissy's house. He's dropping off groceries. He's taking, you know, going through her bills, taking them so he can go pay them. Uh, we see that he's been sending her gifts, like birthday gifts and then probably Mother's Day gifts and all. And, you know, he looks over in a corner and he sees every one of the gifts he bought is still there wrapped up. She hasn't even opened them up. And you could tell that just crushes his heart. And then he kind of sneaks out of there. So he goes back to Jerome's house. And in season two, we see Jerome's house. It didn't completely change. It's the party house now. We got Leon. He got his new girlfriend, Wanda. We see Franklin is living there now. And we see Miss Auntie Louie. She done got a brand new attitude, honey. And she's still creeping out each night with Claudia. So this just then became the party house and they getting it on in there. They doing, they doing everything in there. <laughs> so um, we go into the next scene and we see Lucia and Gustavo. They're having some problems since uh, Teddy's peoples didn't make that drop. So her peoples who are the drivers to go out and get the dope, they didn't took off back to Mexico. And um, she's complaining. She's like, they would have never did that to my, my uncle or even my father. And we seeing how, you know, since she's taking over the operation, she's still having problems from here and there. And she's probably not getting that same respect because even though it's the Venezuela family and they've been in this for years, it's a difference when, you know, on how, how they played the game. You know, ain't nobody stupid. Pretty much everybody probably can figure that she had her people took out and they probably don't have no respect for her. Um, we go into the next thing. Now we see Teddy. Is Teddy is a different Teddy. You know, he reads Thompson, not for real. He got the office looking like an operation. His boss, James, calls him and they go into secure phone mode. So he sent um, the lady out who was another agent and they go into secure mode where nobody can hear their conversations and, you know, they're not being tapped or anything. So he lets him know that the president's request for 21 million was rejected by Congress and they won't approve it. So now everything changes. That means Teddy will have no more access and it becomes what they would like to call a secret operation. And James lets him know, you know, if something goes down, he will be protected because he's um, keeping files and he has a secret file. But Teddy's, you know, he asked him, like, well, what if something happened to you, James? And he's like, you'll be fine. I've got it taken care of. And Teddy still agrees to stay on to do this operation. He lets his girl know what well, the other agent, like, 
load everything up, get everything ready. I'm going to KC. I'm going to Kansas City. So um, he does that, right? And we go into the next scene, and we see Franklin and Leon. They go and do a re-up. And they're at Ivy's, and due to um, Teddy did not make the drop at all. You know, not only did he not do the drop at Lucia's, but he didn't do the drop at Ivy because his people, something happened. They don't go into detail about what happened. I'm thinking whoever he had running them plays and ran off with the dope. But um, so now Ivy ain't got nothing to, to give Franklin. And, you know, they get to talking and, you know, he like, get a boy some keys. He like, even Leon's starting to grow on me. Then Leon, you know, he say something. And he like, you know, no, nah, maybe not Leon not growing on me. Yeah, I know I love me some Ivy. Ivy is funny. But why he, why he doing all that talking? Um, The police come and they do a raid and they bust the house. Franklin them take off. But Leon, not fast as Franklin. So Leon get busted with his little tough ass. <laughs> you know, he tell the police, cussing the police out and everything. Y'all know I love me some Leon too. Out of this series, Teddy and Leon, those are, okay, I got three favorite characters out of this series. I love them all. But Teddy, uh, not Teddy, Ivy, Leon, and Mama, uh, Auntie Louie. Auntie Louie, Leon, and Ivy. Uh, they are, they just funny to me. They're so funny. All right. So after that, we go into the next scene and we see Franklin and Jerome. They go to the hood bondsman, honey. Tyrone and his uh, his cousin Biscuit. We learn Ivy. Ivy didn't got hit with some heavy gun charges. And they gonna need. 5,000 to get Leon out. Leon didn't get no heavy charges, but Avi, our boy Avi is supposed to be gone. So Jerome like, 5,000? That ain't shit. Pay the man. And Franklin like, no, nah, that's that's a lot of money. I'm going to need to go get it. So Biscuit kind of giving, you know, Franklin that hungry look and Jerome looking at him like he crazy. But when they walk out, Jerome like, dude, you got the fucking 5,000 on your nephew? And he like, I ain't trying to let everybody know how we rolling. And Jerome, oh, friendly ass, like, nah, Biscuit them cool. We go way back, Biscuit. They, they always been all right. Franklin like, look, I might be a little paranoid because of what happened, but we going to do this the way I want to do it. You know, Franklin is smart. We see. So they uh, play it smart. Franklin acts like he got to go hustle up the 5,000, and that's what they do. But we go back to Lucia's and she goes to see another crew. Remember, she in business, she was, you know, switched up business and was doing it with Stomper. But now she goes to a whole nother crew. Um, now her family used to, you know, do marijuana with like the marijuana trades with. Because remember, Lucia comes from a family of smugglers for marijuana. So it was a big thing. That's why she stole the money so she could start her own thing and switch products. So her family is known and, you know, she tries to make a deal. You know, we see that now she even got a hold of the rocks and she's, you know, she tries to make the deal with the rocks and, you know, she lets them know that business is booming in South Central. The Minyatas, I guess what's what they call black people, they are selling this on Pico Union and they like, nah. We don't know what this is. If it's so good and it's booming, you hit that shit. 
<laughs> so she she ended up taking the puff. And when she smokes it, that's one thing um, I love about this. Uh, we just talked about it in a documentary. When they start, when they when they do that first hit, I love the drama drama dramatization um, effects that they show because it's always that first hit they always emphasize on, and she damn near passes out. So it's like that first hit. But then you know the other dude, they try it, and it goes to the next scene. And we see Teddy, he goes to Kansas City and he's sitting inside, he's sitting inside his car looking outside and we see an old man in there, but he doesn't go in. So that's his father. And he sees his brother, Matt, walk out. He kind of follows him to the bar and, you know, runs up on him on a bar. They're happy to see each other. And we could tell, you know, it might be a strained relationship between Teddy and his father by their conversation, but we can tell him and Matt is are real close. And Teddy needs a pilot, and you know he killed Alejandro. His other pilots they didn't ran off somewhere. So who can he trust more than anybody? His brother. They have a close bond. And when he breaks the plan down of why they're doing this and everything, his brother even says, "Now that's fucked up." Even for the CIA, and then he lets them know, like, are you sure? you know, you want to do this because, you know, I was in Nam and when we came back, none of us even knew what was the point. And, you know, Teddy is all about his country and Matt is kind of reluctant because he doesn't want to leave his dad. He's telling him he's not doing well. And, you know, we could tell us a lot of bad blood with the family history as far as Teddy and his dad. Teddy like, look, it'll be all right, bro. He, he going to be good. So he talked Matt into coming back with him. We go and we see Franklin and Jerome and Kevin. They go bond Leon out. Uh, we see before he comes out, Kevin is going crazy, bragging about the new movie that just came out, Scarface. I told y'all multiple occasions, Scarface was the commercial for cocaine in the 80s. They, um, It was a commercial for it. We just talked about it in a documentary. And he is going crazy about it. And... We're going to the next scene and we see after they get Leon out, you know, they all joking. You know how they do. We go into the next scene and we see Lucia is still um, looking for Pedro because now Pedro seemed to vanish off the face of the earth. The last time we seen Pedro was season one and she was telling, you know, he was apologizing and she told the guard, like, make sure he gets home. Let make sure he gets home safe. And after they killed her uh, family, after she had Stomper and them come in there, he didn't vanish. So they can't find him. And her little private investigator has been looking all over for him. They can't find him in Mexico. They can't find him nowhere. So it goes into the next scene. And Franklin goes to see Claudia. And she says to him, we can tell, you know, now Claudia and Franklin, they're on a good report. It looks like they've been doing business for a while. And she mentions something to him. She said, your girl Tanasi was in here with your name all in, in, your, in her mouth looking for you. And he like, Tanasi, huh? He like, yeah, we used to kick it back in the day. And he like, Tanasi was in here. Bobo must be blocked up. Now that's going to play a part may, later on later on in the seasons but remember that guys remember what i just said tanasi was in there looking for him and if she back in there working bobo must be locked up and we go into you know they start talking business and 
we sit and now they got a, a little good report together. So we go back to Jerome's house and now everybody in the house sleep. They sleeping good, you know, and it's a home invasion. We see two dudes come in there. We see them creeping on in and all you hear is pop, pop, pop. And they did. And now we get introduced, but they were showing them. But now we really get introduced. This is Peaches. You know, they knew dude. They knew goon. They didn't got to watch the house, the whole enforcer. You know, Peaches, not, you know, and he ain't even let him get to the kitchen good. And, you know, it's Biscuit and his brother. And they from the bondsman. So Franklin was smart to play it smooth. He knew he, knew he couldn't trust Biscuit. <laughs> so basically, you know, they come up with a plan. Peaches and Jerome, they like, you know, bag them up, drop them off at the desert. Louie and Franklin stay to clean that damn house. And, you know, they just going crazy. And Peaches clearly understood the assignment. And I love me some Louie, but calm your ass down yelling so loud for nosy ass Shirley hear everything. Call the cops and they see two dead niggas in the house. You know, she's starting to get real now, Louie. <laughs> so, uh, you know, why they leave, um, they cleaning up. So they kind of talking and Mel brings her dramatic ass over to the house as they cleaning up. When she knock at the door, they're cleaning the crime scene up. Here come Mel. She come over there just being over dramatic. I'm sorry, y'all. Melanie is dramatic to me. And I, I went on to that into season one. You know, at first she wanted to do this, help sell everything. But when he got into a bond and had to hide something in her house, she got the acting like, you know, little princess. And I could understand it better if she never wanted anything to do with it. You know, so Mel, I like Mel sometimes, but she a dramatic queen. So she come. It just wouldn't be right if I didn't give you this yesterday. So she come to give him a birthday a car because his birthday was the day before yesterday and you know he like you know let let me walk you to school we'll take you some breakfast and she like you know i can't be around you my dad been hearing everything that you everything y'all doing he don't want me nowhere near you and that's understandable her dad's a cop and we already seen how he didn't play when franklin was just you know a college dude basically and you know he asks how you know have she seen his mom and she like her heart is broke her heart is broke so, um, after that, we go into the next scene and hold on. I think I skipped a part. Let me see. Did I skip a part uh, in this scene? Yeah. Okay. So we go into the next scene and we see the crew who Lucia was working with their boss because they 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 all under one organization their big boss she comes in into Lucia's <clears throat> warehouse you know they do wholesale prices and you know get everything for their farm and that's their front and they do the drugs behind so you know the boss lady she comes in she shows up and she's not sure about doing business with uh she's not sure about doing business with Lucia and she's definitely not sure about doing business with black people. And she lets her know, like, look, I'm not crazy about this. My guy said it's good, but it scares me because this, it, you, you can't control them. It makes them crazy. With Heron, it keeps them calm. Uh, it keeps business rolling smoothly. We can handle it. But this shit right here, 
um, it's crazy. And she's definitely said she is not in, you know, in with doing business with the maniatas. I guess that's what they call black people for slang, honey. So <clears throat> Lucia tries to tell her, like, look, it's the future drug. They kind of go back and forth talking business, you know, trying to prove who's the bigger boss lady, you know, <laughs> whatever. We go into the next scene and we see after they talk shop, it goes back to Teddy. Teddy brings Matt back to the office. He fills him in on a whole operation. He finds out about Ivy. He gets all the files, everybody who was arrested. And, <clears throat> you know, now he know he needs a new drug dealer, basically, because Ivy gone. And then he got to get all the intel about who was working with Ivy because, you know, the CIA got to, you know, had they had they, all they T's crossed and the I's dotted. So we go into the next scene and we see back at Franklin's at the cookhouse, the supply is getting low. Since Ivy got locked up, they didn't even get to do their re-up when they went there. So they make a plan to drive up to Oakland to buy from Swim. Remember, Swim is the one who taught them on how to cook everything up. So basically, that's the end of it. it um, That's the plan. But as... Franklin is driving off. Well, before he leaves, first we see Teddy is a dangerous motherfucker and he needs um he needs a heavy drug dealer. So he goes through all the pictures and he sees pictures from the beginning when it was just Franklin doing the drops or whatever. They have been watching Avi's house. We see Franklin and Leon, and this is before they became, you know, the organization that they didn't built this far. They got pictures from the beginning. So he kind of already know he going to get Franklin and this is dangerous. So we go back to Jerome house and we see Louie and Franklin, they having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And he kind of tells her, like, look, I ain't trying to get in your business, but it seems like you kind of um, falling for Claudia, which is bad for business. And she like, what if I'm just using her? So we can kind of see, you know, on Louie, we don't need you to get it together, honey. <laughs> but um, after that, we go and back to Lucia real quick before it ends. And we see who shows up at the end. Pedro. And he got a full beard and everything. And we don't know what, what he about to be about because he just shows up and it goes directly to the last scene. We see Franklin, he driving, he listening to his some good old music. Teddy straight, T-bones his car, runs up to him like, you okay? You okay? And tases him, puts something over his mouth and lights is off. It just goes, <laughs> just Teddy pulls some CIA shit. <laughs> So that was my episode one review. So let's get, you know, episode one was catching us up. And, you know, basically Ivy getting locked up and we see Lucy and them about to get into some more stuff. And, you know, it, it ended and <clears throat> it was your first time watching it. You're probably like, damn, what happened to him? And, you know, we go into episode two and it's called The Day. Um, That's the title of this episode. And we see... This is about to be the start of a beautiful friendship between Frank Franklin and Teddy towards the end. So Pedro comes back and he's telling Lucia and Gustavo that he is a changed man. He didn't change his life and he's engaged now. He's clean and he is just there for his inheritance. And Gustavo is just looking at him like he's full of shit. So we go into the next scene and Franklin wakes up and he is... <clears throat> 
He is locked up and chained. He in an old damned warehouse, and he notices Leon. Hell, Leon knocked Leon knocked out too. It's tied up. He like Leon, Leon, is that you? Just some CIA shit, Teddy. Home. Teddy walks in and he plays mind games, and you know he knows Franklin's name from the jump. So he like you fucked up, Franklin, and um, Franklin he he puzzled because he like how do he know my name? So it jumps to the next scene, and we see. Meanwhile, at Jerome's, Peaches is enjoying him some cereal and cartoons, honey. And Jerome, he walk in and he like, Louis, Franklin, he calling everybody. Louis still out with Claudia. Franklin had been kidnapped. So it goes back. It kind of goes back from scene to scene pretty fast. And we see Leon, he finally wakes up. He didn't pissed all on himself. And he explains how he was caught by Reed, who was asking for directions. <laughs> So Teddy comes back in and he is asking him about the bus and Ivy's. He's tasering Leon. He is just doing the most. And, you know, he kind of walks out. And when he goes back up, he cut on the intercom and he's listening to their conversation, seeing like, you know, what they saying. So he listening to them talking and we see Free Franklin and Leon, they kind of having like a little heart to heart and giving each other pep talk that everything gonna be all right. And Leon talking about, you know, no matter what happens, wouldn't change shit. So they giving each other pep talk, a heart to heart, and everything. And Teddy up there on the intercom, listening to everything. So meanwhile, back at Jerome's, Kevin comes comes over and he looking for Franklin. Cause remember now it's time to drive up the Frank to Oakland to um, you know, go do some business with swim and Wanda comes in and she looking for Leon. So now they know Franklin and Leon is both missing and everybody going crazy. Everybody is just worried. And then we go into the next scene and we go on Pico union and we see Lucia. She has been buying, um, from Franklin little dealers, his little dealers, $20 rocks. Um, and these are Kevin's little cousins as well. She goes ahead and cleans them, cleans them completely out. She gives them, she buys 25 rocks from them because that's where she's been getting everything from because that's selling. And now she's drying up too because Teddy ain't dropping nothing off. He ain't do the drops. So she buys 25 rocks for 250 and she gives them an extra 50 for their time and she lets them know i need to meet y'all boss because now she's going trying to um like she ain't been getting her drops now she's trying to go into business with the other crew and she want to start learning how to do the recipes she wanted she want to get in business with the big guy so she can get more of the rocks because they they don't that's new to everybody at this point so <clears throat> after that jerome goes to see sissy First, she tries to play tough. She like, you know, what you doing here? He like, look, are you seeing Franklin? She tries to act, act tough for a minute. Like, I ain't seen him in months. And y'all leave me the hell alone. And tell him to, you know, fuck him in them groceries. So, you know, she tried to be that hard mom because she's trying to do tough love. But she can tell something is wrong. So, at the end of the day, she's still a mother. And she like, is everything okay? And, you know, he gives her a head nod. So, that probably makes her more worried. You know, he already in the streets and now can't nobody find him. So we go back to the next scene and we see Teddy. He comes back playing games and Franklin end up realizing that, you know, he comes back and was like, okay, you guys are right. Leon did just get busted for this. And he's like, but y'all didn't see my face. So now I got to kill y'all. So he played more games and Franklin realizes like he the plug, he the connect. And 
he tells him that, you know, first of all, you were trying to cut Avi out and find me anyway. But one thing you don't do is he don't send no crackhead to locate the connect. He's talking about Rob, of course. So Lucia goes to Stomper. Because, oh, oh, remember why I said Rob? It's remember when they were trying to find a connect at the end of season one, they didn't want to be, they were going to be pointed out if they would have went and looked in that neighborhood and sat out and creeped out. They would be easily noticed. But Rob, you know, by he did live in that neighborhood, you know, he just like a stonehead. But it goes into the next scene and we see Lucia, she goes to see Stomper. So since she did the deal with the godmother, Gabriella, she is supposed to be done paying tax with Stomper because they all under Gabriella. And she tells Stomper that, you know, about the rocks, how she's been getting them off Pico Union, some um, from some Miniatas. And he kind of gives his, his homeboy a nod. You know, he gives him a nod like some Miniatas on Pico Union because that's their turf. And, you know, he like, uh, take your gorilla with you. And I don't care what you told Gabriella. You ain't done paying tax unless you want everybody to find out that we killed your family. So that shuts her ass up. We go into the next scene and we see back at the warehouse, Franklin is breaking down the whole operation to Teddy. They decide to do business together. 10 keys a week. Back at Jerome's, everybody is panicking. Jerome... <laughs> <laughs> Jerome, he's sitting there loading up. Rob calling down to every ER in LA asking for Franklin Saint and Leon Simmons. Looking like a damn fiend. The two little cousins, they run in happy because remember Lucia done bought them out by now. So they run in like, look, you know, <laughs> we just met somebody wholesale. We see Louie is there and, you know, Jerome just started going off on everybody. Hell, he like Pico Union, you know, because Jerome is like, that's not y'all turf. Stay off the Mexicans' turf. Y'all gonna get fucked up. And you know, Kevin like, hold on, man, these my little cousins, chill out. No, listen to Jerome. Y'all let ass stay off Pico Union. So Jerome tried to tell him, stay off Pico Union. And then in the meantime, hell, he going off on everybody. He tell Louis this her fault. She tell him to shut up. He say, shut your bitch ass up. She say, no, shut your bitch ass up. You gotta love Leon and I mean not Leon. You gotta love Jerome and Louis relationship. They crazy. So Leon walk in the house and everybody like, Leon, you know, wanted to give him this emotional hug. And he lets them know Franklin, Franklin is okay, but they still want to see Franklin face. So he go back into the next scene and we see Pedro. He brings his new fiance over for dinner with Lucy, Lucia and Gustavo. They sitting there talking. We see Gustavo and Lucia and bought them a brand new house they starting their little life together with their new business and we see Pedro putting on an Oscar award performance with his new fiance and Gustavo is not buying this new man stuff from Pedro he is not buying it I, I like Gustavo so we go into the next scene and we see Franklin goes with Teddy to meet Matt you know 
Because Franklin, like, look, you know everything about me. I don't know nothing about you. I don't know. I don't know you. So, you know, they kind of do some male bonding. <laughs> and they take him out on a flight ride. Now, this is the 80s. And Franklin, he's never been on an airplane. But Matt takes him up in the air. He shows him how to fly. They're on their little private plane. And Franklin is having the time of his life. Like, imagine never being on an airplane and somebody comes and takes you on a private plane, lets you, you know, do the little driving, you know, Franklin is like, I can't believe this shit. I can't, I can't believe it. You know, he's just so excited. So it goes and Reed drops Franklin off and he offers to fix the car for him. And Franklin like, no, it's cool. It's cool. But you know, he lets him know like the 10 keys a week is fine. And Franklin lets him know like, you know, but if you ever come after me and or my family, it's going to be trouble. So he give him a little, little threat, which, Franklin, sorry, baby, you ain't finna do nothing to Teddy. Teddy CIA, okay. So we see it's the start of a very beautiful friendship between Reed Thompson and Franklin Saints. So after that, they kind of understand to understand, and he goes in the house. Everyone is so relieved to see Teddy. And basically, he he like Biggie. I got a story to tell. You know what I'm saying? He tell them about the story and he lets them know. Now it's time we all got to step up. It's no more games, no more. You know, he don't know who Teddy is, but he just know now we met the real plug. We getting the prices right. We doing 10 keys a week. So now everybody, everybody got to step up. And we go and we see Pedro and Lucia. They kind of talk, had their own little one-on-one. <coughs> and... Pedro basically, not a real Pedro comes out. Now, you know, at first he was just there to get his, his inheritance. <clears throat> That's all he wanted. He had a new man. He wanted his inheritance. But now Pedro won't back in the family business. Lucia don't, she kind of looks skeptical because we know what Pedro was about in season, season one. So she don't really say nothing. But it go into the next scene. And we see we own Pico Union. <laughs> We got the two little cousins. They imitating um, Scarface. Because remember, by this time, everybody was on Scarface. So now that, you know, they probably went with Kevin or something. They excited. They talking about it, doing scene from scene. And remember, back at Stompers, when he gave his mans that, um, he kind of gave them that, that head knot when she said the little mangatas on Pico Union. Now his crazy ass on Pico Union. He's sitting in his car. He watching the scene. He's seeing what's going on. And he comes up like Superman and gets to slicing them up. The big dude tries to pull out a gun. He 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 can't handle it. He, he couldn't even handle it. That dude, he shot him, but that gunshot didn't even phase dude. He just got to slicing them up, slashing them. And, you know, as he's walking off, he kind of turns around and he goes to the next scene. So we don't know what he actually does. But, yeah. So... Franklin is so excited. You know, he ain't had the time of his life. And he go to see Mama Sissy. And, you know, she she's happy to see him, but she turns him away. And he's like, Mama, remember when I was little and you would just ask me, like, how my day was? Today was one of those days where I just want to talk to you. And she cuts him off like, uh-uh, Franklin. When, you, when you're done doing what you're doing, you can come home. But as of right now, don't come here because I know what you've been doing. And now I know it's not weed no more. 
So Sissy turns him away and, you know, we hear him saying, mom, mom, he about to cry here. Hell, I was about to cry here. You know, that mother and son love, but she can't do it. She can't do it. So Franklin goes next door to see Dramatic Mill because he got a he got a tale about his day, honey. And she acting dramatic. He apologizing for something. I don't know what he apologizing for. She sneaks him in that damn window, honey. You know, it's always, it's that that window. Like I told y'all before, them in that damn window in her room. So, you know, we get a little beautiful monologue. We get little staple singers going on in there. And, you know, the ghetto, the staple singers. And, that was my recap of season one. I mean, season two, episode one and two. I hope you guys enjoyed it. So now y'all starting to see Snowfall. Like, it only gets better from here. Straight fire. I hope y'all guys enjoyed that. Um, Sorry if I coughed a little times. My allergies have been acting up. I'm telling you, this weather. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice. <laughs> 